Are any of you very competitive people? Anybody? A few of you? Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I know some of you get pretty, pretty into it. We have some teenagers that, I mean, they'll, they'll spike a volleyball on a four-year-old if it means to win. I've seen them, okay? Um, some of you, you've, you've gotten in an argument over the rules of Monopoly, okay? You're maybe too competitive. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Anybody done that? Um, one guy I know is very competitive is AJ, so I asked him to come up and help me with something this morning. So, um, uh, we, I've known AJ for a really long time. We, we like to do things where we compete with each other. But I'm smart about it. I do stuff that I know I'm better than him at. Or, or okay, sorry, not necessarily better. Okay, yeah, better. Um, so, like, we, we played ping pong a lot, okay? A lot of ping pong. And uh, I always win, okay? <laughs> He's gotten really close. Um, and uh, we, we've played tennis hundreds of times, okay, hundreds of times. And I will say, after about 300 matches, a month ago, he won his first match. Isn't that amazing? Okay. <laughs> now, what I'll say about this guy is he won't quit, all right? I mean, I don't know if you got whooped at something for five years, you probably would quit. No, he wouldn't always whoop to it. Uh, anyways, he, he does not quit. He keeps going. But here's the thing. I am smart enough to not race him, okay? I will not run in a race with this guy because he ran in high school, and I tried everything not to run my whole life. That's kind of been a goal of mine. It's like, do I have to run? Okay. And I don't, I don't want to do that. So if this morning I was going to kind of make things even and finally do something that he was good at and not me, um, and we were going to have a race, um, uh, well, I would want to kind of help myself out a little bit. So I thought, you know, if we had a race, why don't you go ahead and pick that up there? There you go. Thank you. And so if he was running the race, I have to have weights too. Okay. And now uh, if we were to run a weight race, um, he, he's going to be hindered. Okay. In fact, this morning we could come right down here on this side and I thought we could just run from there to there. Okay. Now some of you are hoping I'm going to do that. I'm not going to do that this morning. Well, and you know that he's going to be really hindered. Okay. And, and I have a mate, I would win. Okay. And I'm not going to do it because in the rare chance that I lost, I would have to find a new church because <laughs> that would be too embarrassing. Um, but here's the thing. Um, I'm going to put mine down for a second. I think that uh, we're, called, we're running a race. Did you know that? Scripture says that we are running a race that God has marked out for us. And some of us are running a race, and I think all of us at times, we're running a race hindered by some weights. You know, like how I'm making him hold 100 pounds just standing here. He's, like his, he's probably starting to ache. And, and we're running a race hindered. And as we're trying to do these things that God has for us, there's stuff that's holding us down and keeping us from going. Let me just make it a little more personal. The Lord has joy and peace for you. And there may be some stuff that is holding that back and that is keeping you from doing it. So what do we want to do today is I want to show you to work on how we can, we can set that down. You can put it down over here. That'd be great. Just set it down. <laughs> how, that we can, how that we can set the weight down and run freely and, and live the life that God really has for us. And so I want to talk about a specific weight that we have, and that is that stress. I think that stress is something that we all deal with, uh, every single person deals with, that we have to overcome stress. This is a common thing in our society. Um, some of us, it's just something we deal with a little bit. You know, we got stress here, stress there, and it comes. Some of us, it's a, it's a daily struggle. And stress can come from a lot of different ways, but we, can, we deal with stress. And so I want to talk about putting down that weight of stress, the overcoming, um, overcoming stress. Because here's the thing, I know that, that 
that stress comes. And stress comes from a lot of different ways, okay? And I, I thought I would show you this. This is my largest illustration I, I ever do, okay? So I hope you enjoy it. But um, stress comes in a lot of different ways. Um, maybe, I don't know, uh, if, you start, if, you, if you have a car that has gas, uh, you, know, you know about gas prices start to come up, going up again, it seems like. And that starts to what? Maybe put a little pressure, especially if your finances were already tight, right? Um, you, you, you have something like that or... Or uh, maybe your hours got changed at work and everything was, was fine and then everything got shifted around and it started to just put a little more pressure on your time and, and things got a little bit uncomfortable. And uh, sometimes it starts to get a little heavier. Uh, I know when I was a student, we have a lot of students in here that um, there's those weeks where you just have that big exam. You know what I'm talking about? And, and, or that big thing coming on and there just starts, do you see this weight is what's happening right down here on the board is it's starting to stress just a little bit. And it's starting to bear some stress. Um, we have some other stuff that, you know, comes at us. And, um, uh, you know, an unexpected financial expense. You weren't planning for it. And all of a sudden you had to, you had to do that thing. And it just got heavier. And, and you begin to stress a little bit more. Um, the holidays are coming. And there's that family member that's going to come over, and every time you see them, you know what I'm talking about? It's just, they just put some weight on you, and it just, and you start to feel that burden, and you feel that stressing on you. Um, you start to maybe have some issues with a, an important relationship in your life. It could be a marriage, it could be with your parents, it could be someone. And just right now, that relationship is causing so much stress and so many burdens. Sometimes there's really, really big things. Things like, uh, well, somebody in your family got sick. Some of you, this illustration is stressing you out. <laughs> but uh, someone in your family got sick. I'm going to stand back a little bit. And uh, it just began to, to put some stress on you. Maybe it is a serious illness, cancer, or something like that. And it's amazing how oftentimes a... Um, why is there grease on this? <laughs> My hands are really... You're sweating? Okay. Anyways, um, sometimes... There <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sometimes uh, the big things, they, they lead to other big things that come in. So, you know, you had that financial problem, so you had to go to the, I mean, that health problem, so you had to go to the hospital, which led to a financial problem, and it began to stress you. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, I need those weights, but I'm not going underneath, okay? <laughs> that would not be good. Um, wow. Ooh, y'all hear it cracking? That's a stress fracture. <laughs> you know what's amazing? Have you ever known somebody that just a little bitty thing and they got set off? Have you ever been set off by a little bitty thing? Can I tell you something about them, about you? It's because you were already under so much stress. And when finally that last, that last little thing got on top, <laughs> and you broke, and it fractured. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like this? Have you ever felt just like you were breaking? Like, this, just the situations in life were completely overwhelming. No, so this looks very different for different people. And for some, sometimes it's extreme. Sometimes it is. It's a breakdown. It's just a, a moment where you just, sometimes you even have to go to the hospital. It can be real extreme. Sometimes it's just things like you're angry every time you're around your family. You're, you're just bitter about things. It's, it's not able to sleep. I mean, how many nights have you laid in bed, you're, you're so physically tired, but your mind won't let you sleep because of the stress? And I think all of us have felt this. But you know what? Even if it doesn't get to the point of breaking, okay? You're not breaking, okay? You're strong. You're, you're making, I'm going to just make another point, and I promise I'm not going to break any more boards, boards so don't get stressed. Um, 
I don't think that, even, even if you're not to the point of breaking, that we're not meant to live just under this constant stress. That, you know, uh, maybe there's not enough on you to break you, or maybe you, you feel like you're being really strong, but we're not meant to just live under this constant stress. That, that we're always feeling like something's pushing down hard on us, and we're just having to hold it. I've just got to bear it. And many of us, we live in this constant stress. Now, pressure is going to come. You are going to have pressure, but what I want us to see this morning is it's possible to have pressure and not stress. It's possible to have pressure and definitely not fracture. And so I want to talk about what to do when pressure comes. When pressure comes, what to do? And I'm going to use, I'm going to give you three uh, illustrations, if you will, with this, okay? And I'm using this because I want it to stick in your memory because I believe that these things can be a tool for you for the rest of your life. So what do we do when pressure comes? Here's the first one, and it's probably the simplest, but it is that we take some weight off. There are some times when we are under the weight of stress that we literally just need to come over and we need to take some stuff off. We we're completely stressed financially. In fact, we have, or, or in our time. Have you ever heard someone say something like this? I'm just stretched too thin. That's like a rubber band. Can you imagine you stretch? I'm just stretched too thin with my time or with my finances. Do you realize that's a stress term? As you stress that rubber band until it's about to pop, and that's the way some of you feel about your money or you feel about your time. And sometimes there are literally some things that we just need to take off some weight that we just need to say, I'm gonna get rid of that thing. Now with each of these, I'm gonna give you a question. And uh, I wanna ask you to write down these three questions, okay? I'm gonna give you three questions over the course of this morning. And the reason is, I believe these three questions are something you can literally use the rest of your life whenever pressure comes. And here's the first question, and they go along with it. And that's simply this, is there weight I can take off? So when pressure comes, I ask, is there weight I can take off? So let me just start super practical. Parents, it is okay to tell your kids they can't do every sport that their heart wants to do. You don't have to run to 11 activities a week. It is okay to say, hey, you know what? Well, you're gonna get to do one, that's great, but we're not gonna do five sports right now. You're not gonna be on everything, you know what I'm saying? It is okay to, to say no to some things because your time is, imp- you've gotta have some, um, some margin. And, you, and if you're stressed out and overwhelmed in your time, you never can get everything done. There may be some stuff that you need to take off. There's sometimes, sometimes we need to look and see what we can take off financially. If you are stretched too thin, maybe a $5 latte is not in the budget right now, you know. Maybe there's a downgrade that needs to happen, some subscriptions that need to be canceled. Now, this is very practical, but sometimes you're like, Lord, I want you, I'm just so stressed financially, and you're going, you're wasting everything I give you. And sometimes we just need to open up our heart and say, Lord, am I spending something I shouldn't? Am I doing something that I shouldn't? In fact, how often, when before you, you signed up for that league or signed up for that thing, did you go to the Lord and say, Lord, is it okay if we do this? Lord, is it okay if I buy this? Maybe if we did, we would not even get in that situation to begin with, but sometimes we just need to take some weight off. Now, to get it a little bit deeper, okay, there are times when we just, there's some practical things that we need to take off, but there's something else we need to learn to do. Uh, Jesus' disciple, Peter, wrote to Christians, and he said this in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Apparently, this anxiety thing has been a problem for a long time, because he says to Christians, he says, hey, what you need to do is cast your anxiety on him. In other words, that there is some stress some pressures that you have that you need to 
give to him, that you need to trust him with. Now, I, I, I'm kind of a practical person, and I'm like, well, how, what, how do you cast it? I mean, you didn't catch, right? <laughs> I saw that face. <laughs> how do you cast it? I mean, you're laying in bed at night, and you can't sleep. You got all the stress. Maybe you just here you go, Jesus. Like, I, I mean, what do you do, okay? Because that, that doesn't really work very good. So let me show you a scripture I think that's extremely practical. You will keep in perfect peace, he's talking to God, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on you because they trust in you. So as we, this is what he says, you have to stay your mind on God. You're gonna stay, what does that mean? You're going to intentionally make your mind stay on the faithfulness of God. Faith is not denying your problem. Faith is recognizing God is bigger than your problem. Faith is not denying that there's something going on. Faith is recognizing that God is with you through that thing. And so what we do, here you are, you're laying in bed and you cannot sleep and your mind goes, oh no, what about this? No, I believe that God is with me and he is for me. Oh no, how are we gonna pay? What if this happens? What if they lay, lay me off? What if this? No, I'm gonna stay my mind. This is how we begin to cast those things onto him. So the first question is simply this, is there a weight I can take off? And I know those of you taking notes are gonna hate this because I'm gonna change the ending to give you another option. Is there a way that I can cast off? Okay, you can put a slash, okay. Is there a way that I can cast off? Is there something I can cast on Jesus, okay? But is there something that you can take off and that will begin to take away the stress? Here's the next one. Strengthen your boards. Strengthen your boards. Because pressure, when it comes, you can strengthen your boards. And here's the thing. The Lord has given us some powerful tools to strengthen our boards. For example, he's given us the church. Did you know that the church is to strengthen you? The relationships, the community, your small group, these things, they are meant to strengthen you. And they give you strength for when the pressure comes. He's given us worship and he's given us prayer, and he's given us uh, many things that what happens is when we use these things and, and we apply these things, what they do is they begin to strengthen our boards so that when the same pressure begins to come, we're a lot stronger. And the thing that used to really stress me doesn't really affect me the same way as it used to. When the pressure comes, we need to, to strengthen our boards. And I think sometimes we have this idea that, well, you know, as a believer, I should never feel any pressure. I should never feel anything. And um, that's just not the way it is. I mean, we're gonna have trouble. And it's like, well, I, I guess I'm just not good enough at casting. I think sometimes what we really need to do is learn how to strengthen our boards. There's this great passage um, that in, in 1 Corinthians 10, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. Now, this word temptation is not like, well, I'm on a diet and I, I saw that ice cream and I was tempted, okay? That, that's a kind of temptation. But this one is more of a trial. It implies that there's adversity, okay? So there's like a, a test, a trial in your, there, and there is no test, no trial that is um, except in you, except what is common. And I, this is something that's so important for you to understand. If you feel stressed and you feel burdened, that you are not the only one that is feeling that way. If you feel a weight from the adversity, you are not the only one that has faced that kind of a thing. And you're not alone. But he goes on and says, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted or tested beyond what you can bear. Now think about that term bear right there. It's a, it's a term like this. How much can this bear? What, how much weight can it take before it breaks? How much can it take? And he says, he won't let you be tempted. He won't let you face more than what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So why then do we feel so overwhelmed and so stressed and so fractured sometimes? 
I believe it is because he is providing a way and we're not making use of it. We are facing it alone when what he wants to do, he's provided a way to strengthen your boards, but we're not using those things. So what we wanna do is we want to strengthen our boards. That way we can endure it. He has provided a way for you to be strong and we have to take advantage of those things. So here's the question that I would like for you to ask. How can I strengthen my faith? How can I strengthen my faith? How can I make myself stronger in the Lord so that I can endure the pressures that come at me? How can I do that? Let me just give you a, a couple of examples from scripture. And here I think is the most important and primary one. If you struggle with stress a lot, you need to write down this verse and it needs to become a life verse for you. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. When the pressure comes, instead of being anxious, this is what he says, to by prayer, present your requests to God. So the first thing I do is I begin to pray, and then this is what happens. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So um, he is not saying that instantly all of the pressure is gone. But as I begin to pray, he begins to build me up and he guards my heart, and he guards my mind, and suddenly the same thing that was an overbearing burden in my life becomes something that I can easily handle. And so we need to pray. And I don't mean a 30-second throw up to the Lord. Now, if that's all it takes to deal with your stress, great. This is what I asked someone one time, how long should I pray for this until you're not stressed? Oh, <laughs> so that might take you a minute. It might take you a couple of hours, but you pray until you feel the confidence in God to move forward. That's when you do it. Here's another principle from scripture of how we strengthen our boards. This is from Ecclesiastes, and he's talking about the importance of friendships. And he says, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And I'll tell you what, when you get a few boards on here, it is not quickly going to be broken, okay? It would be very difficult to break these. And, um, we are meant to have relationships in our lives that strengthen us. You need to pursue intentionally Christian relationships. I'm gonna tell you, it's one of the most difficult parts of becoming involved in a church, especially if you're new. It takes time and effort, much more effort. It's very easy to come sit down and participate in the service. Very difficult to develop the friendships that you need when real struggles happen. About a year ago or so, um, Something had happened in my and my wife's life and we were very overwhelmed by it. And um, it was just uh, an emotional hit. And uh, I remember she had to, it, something happened that day and my, she had to go do some stuff. So I was alone at the house and um, I just was feeling the weight of, of heartache and, and heartbreak and all of that. And, um, and I called my friend. I mean, I was, I was like, I'm not gonna do this alone. Like, I knew in that moment, it's not time to be alone. It's time to be with a, a believer. So I called my friend Dayton. And, uh, well, this is a little embarrassing. So I had been crying, okay? <laughs> and uh, so I got myself stopped crying, okay? And uh, so then I called him. And as soon as I started talking, I started crying again. So I was like, hey, I was wanting to know if you could come over. <laughs> and uh, I think he thought somebody died. <laughs> it was not that bad. And it was totally embarrassing. And I felt like a total idiot crying in front of my friend. Um, but uh, here's what happened. He came over and he just strengthened me and reminded me that the Lord, I know the Lord's with me, but I'm not meant to do that alone. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, some of you, you have some friends and you could call them and say, hey, would you come? I mean, I'm really struggling. And they'll say, yeah, man, let's go out for a couple beers and I'll get that off of your head. 
That's the opposite of what you need. You need someone that will come and pray with you and strengthen you and tell you God is for you and remind you of the faithfulness of the Lord. And so you need to pursue these things. Be in a small group and faithfully attend. Signing up doesn't do you any good, by the way. You have to faithfully attend to, to develop those kinds of relationships. And here's one more. This is kind of the, uh, a super one, okay? Jude chapter 20. But you, dear friends, build yourself up in the most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. You begin to, to, to pray in the Holy Spirit when you feel the stress. Uh, I remember uh, when I got my first job, I worked for, first job out of college, I should say. I worked for a man who was really harsh to me, and uh, he would, like, yell at me. He would belittle me in front of other people. It was, it was a really icky situation for a while. And uh, one day, uh, he, was, he called me up. He was up on this tower, and he was like, come up here. And uh, I could tell I was about to get reamed, okay? And, uh, and I remember I'm climbing up this tower, okay? I'm going up this, this like, ladder thing. Um, and I'm climbing up, and as I am, I'm praying in the Spirit. And I'm going to tell you what happened. At the bottom of the ladder, I was feeling the stress of the fact I'm about to get yelled at. And as I got higher and higher as I'm praying to the Lord, my spirit, it's like changed. And I got to the top, and yeah, he yelled at me, and it was weird. It was just like, bloop, bounced right off because of the Holy Spirit working in me. And so we, we need, there's so many things. You are actually building your faith right now. Did you know that? And making the decision to faithfully attend the attend church and let your faith be built every single week will help you strengthen your boards. In fact, I would really encourage you to work on strengthening your boards before the stress comes. I mean, you can do it in the middle of stress, but if you're already, if you're already built up, you will never even know that it's there. So what we need to do is we need to ask, how can I strengthen my faith? And then fi finally, here's the next one. You reshape your boards. So there's this really amazing thing that they can do with wood is they can take a strip of wood and they can, they can steam it. Sometimes they, they do it different ways, soak it in oil or different things, and it makes it bendable where they can actually take a board and they can begin to shape it uh, like this chair, okay? This is one piece of wood that they, they, they steamed and they shaped and they, and they made it uh, into what looks like the most uncomfortable chair I've ever seen. But anyways, um, don't show it to my wife. She may want to buy it. <laughs> anyways, um, they, they, they're able to do it. And what would have normally, if you were to take that board and you were to begin to bend it, it would just snap. But it, it is now moldable and ready to be shaped. And um, sometimes when we have stress, the Lord is wanting to reshape us. Uh, when I was in my senior year of college, I was, in, I was a music education major. I was training to be a band director which I was when I graduated college. And, uh, but in my, in my senior year, I was, uh, me and another guy, we were the, the drum majors for our marching band. It was a very high position in the music department and had a lot of respect and I had been working for years to gain the respect of my professors and people because I wanted to get a job, you know. And um, we went on this trip. I'm trying to make it short. Essentially, the, 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 one of the directors said, you know, wanted us to do something and, uh, and we ended up not doing it. Um, and, and it was... I'm not good, and I, I remember the moment uh, when uh, I'm standing, and the head director, my percussion, and, uh, these three men who are over the department are standing there, and it's me and my friend, and there's a bus full of all my friends, and they're all you know glued to the window because we're getting. The, my professor is red in the face, yelling at us. Okay, he's saying things like, "I'm gonna," we're thinking about pulling your scholarships, not giving you recommendations for jobs. Okay, because we had messed up, okay, I don't want to get into it, but we, we had messed up, and uh, I went home, or, and I just, the stress was on me so heavy, 
Because, I mean, I, you know, just the weight of when you make your own mistake and, and, and facing the consequences. And I, and I knew what to do. I went straight to my, my apartment. I got on my knees before the Lord and was praying and asking him to give me direction and things. And as I'm talking to the Lord, I felt this question in my spirit, which I know, I know was the Holy Spirit, said to me, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. And I just, so I began to pray about that. Why did I do that? And then the Lord revealed something to me. He revealed to me that I had a major pride issue and some authority issues in my life. And he goes, we need to deal with that pride. And because pride is a big sin, you know that? And so what I, here's what happened. Through that stress, okay, through that, he, he molded and shaped some pride out of me. And so here's the, the question that I would like for you to ask. When you feel pressure, it's Holy Spirit, what do you want to change. What do you want to change me? What, how do, I'm oh, sorry, how? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Holy Spirit, how do you want to change me? How do you want to change me? Maybe you're feeling a lot of stress in your marriage right now. There may be something that the Lord wants to, to change in you. I know you know everything that they need to change, <laughs> but there may be some stuff that he wants to change in you. Maybe there's some stress between you and your parents. And maybe there's some, something he wants to change in you you're looking at a situation and it's heavy on you. This is what you say, Holy Spirit, is there something that you're wanting to do? And it may be that very moment when he begins to reshape you when that stress begins to go away. And it's not gonna go away until you do. I can tell you this, if there's a sin in your life that you're letting stay, it will continue to stress you and fracture you until you let the, the Lord mold and shape that thing out of you. And some of us need to just say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to change? And he's gonna say, you need to get that out of your life. And when you begin to get that out, then you'll begin to, to see freedom. So here's these three questions. Is there a weight I can cast off? How can I strengthen my faith? And Holy Spirit, how do you want to change me? I believe these are things that you can use. Right now, if you're stressed out, I want to encourage you to begin to ask these things. If you're kind of in a time of peace, then tuck this away. And when you feel a pressure begin to come, immediately begin to ask these questions. And they'll give you a resource, a tool to fight against that. But this morning, I want to do one more thing. Because I believe that the Lord can do a healing in our lives right now. And that many of us need that right now. So the last thing I want us to do is I want us to learn how to reorient our boards. I want to teach you how to reorient your boards. And here's what I'm going to show you what I mean by that. So there's something uh, pretty amazing about these. Just got to get, get them set up really quick. You ready for this? Now, I tested this. I don't know if I'm gonna take the time to put everything up here, but I put every single weight I had up here and it didn't even begin. I'm gonna put the heaviest ones, how about that? It didn't even begin to flex. It didn't even begin to stress because it's facing the right direction. It's been, it's been, it's been reoriented in a different direction and it can bear a lot of weight. Right now it's got a lot of pressure on it but it's not stressed because it's facing the right direction. So Peter was talking to an audience of people and this is what he said to him. He said, repent, turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Repentance is this, when we are heading in a direction and we change our mind and say, no, I'm gonna go a different way. And he's talking specifically about making this decision to turn to God. 
And when we make that turn, we, we reorient our lives towards the Lord, we have a different way of facing struggles and stress and problems in our life because he is our focus. And so what I want us to do is to reorient our lives towards him for these next few minutes. Um, you may have came this morning and you're far from the Lord. I wanna encourage you to turn to the Lord today. You've been kind of living your own thing, pursuing the American dream or pursuing just your life, pursuing, I gotta get this done, get this done, and there hasn't been any focus on the Lord. I wanna ask you this morning to make a decision to turn your life back to God and let the times of refreshing begin to come. And I also know this, that many of you, you love the Lord, you follow the Lord, but you're burdened. And right now what we can do is turn our hearts to him. And he can do more in just a moment's work than it could take you a lifetime to do and healing us and refreshing us. And so I'm gonna give us, we're gonna have a moment of prayer and worship. And I, I have something I wanna ask you to do, encourage you to do. If you came in with a burden, I want you to take that weight and I want you to bring it to the Lord, to this altar, and I want you to leave it. I want you to leave it for him to take. In just a moment, there's gonna be people down here to pray with you. And they wanna pray the healing and refreshing of God on your life, that that burden will lift. I know for me, when I'm, when I'm weighted, okay, I love to get prayed for, but I love even more to just spend a moment on my knees before the Lord. And if you came burdened and that's what you'd like to do, I want you to know for the next, next couple of minutes, this front will be open. You can find a place to kneel before the Lord and just lay it down. Leave it at his feet. Don't leave different. Leave the same as you came. You need to leave different. Don't leave with that weight that's been on you all this time. And I want to talk to the men because I am one. Don't let this attitude that as a man, I can't ever show that I have a weakness or that I'm dealing with stress. That's how you carry it your whole life and you're not meant to. And yes, you may be strong and you may can run with that thing in your hand, but how much more free you'll be if you'll put it down. Let the Lord heal you. So in just a moment, we'll, we'll all stand and we're gonna sing a song. I'm gonna ask during this time that we respect the Holy Spirit and no one go in and out. It's the most important part of the service. What I just did was the introduction to what the Holy Spirit can do in your heart in the next four minutes. And so let's give that to him. And so we're gonna sing a song. And during this time, if you need prayer or you want to lay something down before the Lord, I wanna encourage you to come and give that to him. We're gonna worship and sing to him and just let him do what he wants to do. But I believe that he can heal your heart this morning. You may be burdened from a heartache, a hurt that's happened to you. You may be burdened by an overwhelming uh, situation in your life. Let his healing work happen to you. And if you need to turn your life back to him, I wanna really encourage you to go ask somebody. Talk to someone and say, hey, I, I need to give my life to Jesus. I need to focus on him and let them pray with you. So I'm gonna pray over us all. When I say amen, we're gonna stand and we're gonna worship. And if you need to lay something down before the Lord, I wanna encourage you to step out and let him heal you. Let him set you free and let's begin to run without that weight. Holy Spirit, I ask you to do what only you can do. I ask you to heal our hearts. Lord, I pray that we could cast things off that we've been holding for a long time. Lord, I ask that some, those that are having a burden of, of heartache, that you would heal that this morning.
Lord, those that are worried about what's gonna happen tomorrow, worried about that situation, that you would put a confidence in their heart that you are with them and you are for them and they will get through. And Lord, I just pray that the stress would begin to come off of our shoulders, to come off of us, Lord, and onto you, Lord, and you can take it and you will, you will take care of it. And so God, I just ask that you would draw us to you, turn us to you, Lord, and bring a time of refreshing right now. In Jesus' name, amen.